Blog Talk Radio. Blessings to you this morning, this afternoon, this evening, wherever you are, whatever time zone you may be in at this current time. I give you all the give God all the praise, glory, and honor for you joining into the broadcast, be it live or in the archive. This is such a phenomenal time for us to be alive in the body of Christ because there is upheaval all around us. <laughs> and I'm sure you're going, so why is it a wonderful time to be alive? Because in the midst of chaos, God always steps in and brings order and shows himself so phenomenally mighty. So just to know that, you know, things are, are going on around us that we may be shaking our head at and going, OMG, really? Where is this? Where does this leave us? Where does this leave me? What am I supposed to do? What, um, who do I turn to? What can I do? Um, it, it's just a, it's an incredible time. I'm serious. I am so bursting with excitement with inside myself on what God is about to do in our midst. Actually, He's already done it. You know, we're just playing catch up to some manifestation of what He has already spoken to existence. So I just, you know, I'm at a place right now in um, in my walk with God that I don't have to um, overthink things any longer. I don't have to overassess myself any longer. And it's, you know what, it is such a place of peace. It's a good place to be. It really, really is. I'm just like, okay. You know, I'm I'm right where I can finally just kind of go with the flow. Like, you know what, Daddy, whatever you're doing, I just want to be a part of it. I have buckled up my seat belt, and I'm ready to ride. I am ready to ride. Um, I believe it is Bishop Paul Morton has a song that came out a few years ago. But the song said, Lord, whatever you're doing in this time or whatever you're doing, just don't do it without me. And that's where I'm at. You know, it's like whatever you are choosing to manifest in this time frame in which you have created me to be a part of, I just want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of whatever it is that you have decreed and declared to be so. And and because of that, I'm actually at that place where 
I can just sit back and really seriously enjoy the ride. I can really just enjoy the ride. And that's an awesome thing. That's an awesome thing. I have had one thing after another pop up in my life that, you know, saying, well, go this route because this opportunity is there. And then another, or go this route because you have an opportunity to do this. And, and I'm just watching, you know, all of these quote unquote opportunities <laughs> that I think are opportunities. Just the door just closed. Just like a roadblock. Just goes, nope, nope. Nope, not this way, not this way. And these are not bad things. You know, um, our pastor has been teaching us about the love of God and knowing God as a father. And one of the things that he has really, really stressed is there are things that can present themselves to us, things that really appear to be, you know, a blessing from God, good things, things that are good, but they're not God. And we have to learn how to discern between what is just good and what is God. And that's an incredible lesson to learn. It is um, vital that we learn it. It it is not just, you know, well, if you are seeking God and, and allowing him or asking him to direct your path, this is something that is vital for you to embrace to get to that place of, you know what, Daddy, whatever is going on, whatever it is, wherever you are in this world, wherever you want me to be in this world, that's where I need to be. That's what I want to be a part of. And so we have been talking for the past few weeks on the subject of finishing this year out strong, and that's really, really important because so often we have propelled ourselves already into the new year. We're already decreeing and declared. We have to watch what we say. I promise you, I had a thought earlier just like probably an hour ago, and I had to tell myself to shut up. I'm serious. It was just like, you know, I thought about something, and I thought about it in the context of what I have in my hand and where I am right now, and I had to literally tell myself to shut up. Seriously, because we do these self-evaluations and based on what we see in the natural, and it is not what God is saying. So we have to get past what we see into what God is saying. So I tell our topic today is who told you you were decades. We're going to deal with self-evaluation, and going into that, before we get started with that, we're going to say hello to our wonderful co-host, Mr. D.L. Henry. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. What it is, what it is, y'all. I said, Lord, let me get up here and keep you straight because I knew we were talking about naked people. So I said, let me get on up. (laughs) Oh, so the thought of nakedness caused you to say, let me go ahead and do what I need to do, huh? Do, yes, sir, because I don't want no mess. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Well, you know what? This That's just what I, I heard that so crystal clear in my spirit this morning. Who told you you were naked? You know? And it's just dealing with the self-evaluation going back to Adam and Eve when they had sinned and they had covered themselves with fig leaves and what have you, and they're hiding because the voice of God is walking through the garden at the cool of the day going, Adam, where are you? And it wasn't that God didn't know where Adam was. It was a matter of Adam needed to realize where he was. 
okay? And so Adam comes out and tells God, well, we were naked, so we hid ourselves. And God looked at him and he was like, well, who told you you were naked? It's our mm-hmm. self-evaluation of ourselves because God had never dealt with nakedness with Adam. You know, they they were naked and unashamed before sin came into the camp. They didn't even know. They running around free willy. It's all good. But all of a sudden, because of what happened, they did a self-evaluation of themselves. And this is what, you know, what really, really got me about this um this disclosure in the word of God when I read this was probably a couple of years ago, but it was it was so phenomenal to me that Adam but figured they were naked and they had to cover themselves so they got some fig leaves. But God stepped up after he asked them this question and God covered them. The fig leaves didn't do it. God took in and covered them. You know what I'm saying? So their perception of this covered themselves, it was no good. It didn't mean anything to God, you know. And in our self-evaluations of ourselves, sometimes we are too hard on ourselves, sometimes we're not hard enough on ourselves. But at the same time, it's like we need to see that reflection of who we are in God's eyes. You know, think about it, D.L. If you, and, and hear me, I, I can use you as an example because I know you're good with it. Mm-hmm. If you were in the natural to look over your life and the different uh, things that you have come through, think about it. In the natural, it would be like, okay, well, I've had two failed marriages, you know, um, I've been up and, and I've lost everything. I've gone through this, that, and the other, these different transitions. So if you looked at it in the natural, the natural would say, you're a mess. Right. You know what I'm saying? It might even say to you, you're a failure. Right. But that's not what God says. Not at all. That's not what God says. God says these were just processes that you needed to go through to get to where I need you to be so that I can use you for such a time as this because you've not entered into the greatness that I created you for yet. So we got to learn to turn this thing around. Go ahead. I'm going to let you share. You talking to me? I am. Oh, you okay. Me, babe. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. You, you, you were slow, and then all of a sudden you said, I'm going to let you share. Yeah, you know, that's what's, um, you know, uh, what's important. And, and, you know, that's why I was running a little behind because I was actually ministering to uh, someone that I, I have never met uh, physically just through Facebook uh, that I met. But mm-hmm. she's an extraordinary talent. She's a gospel singer. She was um, she was talking and she was asking for forgiveness if she hurt anybody or whatever the case may uh, be that please forgive her and this is what's you know going on and you know uh, I called her just to encourage her and to let her know you know we have to be so careful in uh, how the enemy attacks us because mm-hmm. the the business that we're in even though we're in the business of entertainment. Uh, we're also in the business uh, of the ministry, I should say, of deliverance. You know, our gifts mm-hmm. are very powerful Good. when it comes to 
delivering God's people. And mm-hmm. so I said, so for the gift that you have, I mean, like I told her, your smile is even infectious. So the mm-hmm. enemy wants to uh, get you uh, down and barren so that, you know, you don't smile. Uh, so with the great gifts that we have, there is a great adversary. And what I share with her that I didn't share, I haven't really shared with anyone, and I'm going to share with the listening audience and you this morning, Colette. You know, for 10 years I was out there doing my thing. I actually came <clears throat> I came off the road uh, because I realized that there was such an attack. I just wanted to be a normal person. I wanted mm-hmm. to I wanted to just go to a regular job. You know what I'm saying? And just do work and you know I've tried it. It doesn't work for me. You know mm-hmm. because God mm-hmm. has a greater purpose. But you know right. I'm human. So like I tell people, I'm just tired of the attacks because they're so great. Because a lot of the times what people don't understand, a lot of these attacks are not um how can I say simple attacks? These are attacks that's coming from, even though it's the enemy, is attacks that's coming from the people that's closest to you. You know, uh, the ones that you you love, your children. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, and it's and it's hard because of the simple fact you have to look past uh, the individual and look at the spirit from where it's coming from. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, you know, you 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 get tired of. For me, I should say, you know, I was just exhausted, to be perfectly honest with you. But God says, you know what, it's time for you to get back in the saddle, you know, hmm. and do and do what it is that you need to do. You know, you can't, for lack of a better word, you can't punk out now. All you right. Know? <laughs> so so uh, the, the bottom line is that, you know, everything and all the purposes that we have, you know, I, I, I you know, I told her, you know what, just like you sing this morning, and it's funny, you know, it seems as if, you know, who told you, you know, like you said, who told you you was naked? But sometimes we go through so much, we just feel like we're naked. We feel like we've been exposed. Mm-hmm. To comment mm-hmm. on what you're saying about two failed marriages and, you know, the ups and downs and things of that nature, under natural, it looks like a failure. But I'm telling you, I'm at the best place I've ever been in my life. Hallelujah. Mm, Hallelujah. You have to be very careful in what people label as failures and what people label as success. You know, Hmm. so there's two ends of that spectrum because my success might not be your success. You know, Mm -hmm. and my Mm -hmm. thing is, I truly believe you ain't failing until you stop trying. So uh, there is, you know, no no room for failure unless you just quit. You know, you might have a a setback, you might have a a breakdown, but my thing is just keep going on, and that's what I'm telling people. You know what? Yeah, I had I had a breakdown. I you know I need to come off the road, but the bottom line it is so. But now I'm coming back with a vengeance, and the moment that I made Mm -hmm. up in my mind that you know what I'm coming back with. With this vengeance, then, I mean, the devil has picked up, honey. Let me tell you. Oh, my God. I, and it had, and God had to remind me, you know, I'm with you. Because it's the things, it's just like as soon as you make up in your mind, it's going to do a body blow, body blow. I think that was an old uh, Tyson uh, Nintendo game. He used to say, <laughs> like, 
getting body blows. Them body blows take a little wind out of you. You know, you can get hit yeah, in the face and you be all right. But, man, people don't realize when you get hit midsection, mm-hmm. it's different. And, and the so, kidney um, shot will paralyze yes, you. Yes, sir. Exactly. And that's what... And that's what the enemy go for. He goes straight for paralyzation because he don't want you to move in God. Mm. Wow, wow! You know what? It, I'm sitting here, and I it is amazing, but I have this overwhelming sense of the presence of God right now. Seriously, because I'm really understanding all the different. Layers that go into what he called us to do, Danielle. Seriously, um, what we do is not by chance. We were created for such a time as this. Even this radio broadcast and the the topics and the different things that God gives us to deal with, it there for a purpose and a reason. I feel so strongly that there may be someone listening that might have even been contemplating suicide because we're in the holidays. This is the highest time of depression, and people just, you know, they lose it. They lose it because, and I think it's a matter of the perception of what they see going on in everybody else's life, like we talked about last week. You know, everybody is, you know, happy, and you see presents being bought over here, and this is going on over there, and you see families coming together, and maybe you feel like you don't have that. But who Mm -hmm. said you don't have someone that loves you? It's that, you know, the self-evaluation. Who told you you were unworthy? Of love, who told you that you were unworthy of happiness? Who told you that you were unworthy of success? Because we're here to tell you today that it is an absolute lie from the pit of hell. Seriously, because you are yet worthy, because God said you were worthy, not because of what you did, but because God said you were worthy. I put up a post, and I think it was yesterday or a couple of days ago, whatever, but it said, good morning, family. You are too valuable to God to embrace the opinions of man. God created you for a purpose. Embrace your greatness. Embrace your worth. Hashtag real talk, okay? When I say you're too valuable to God to embrace the opinions of man, that includes you. That includes the opinion of yourself. If your opinion of yourself is not a reflection of God's opinion of you, then it, it, it means nothing. It means nothing. We can be on, on opposite ends of the spectrum. We can think too highly of ourselves, more higher than you are, okay, or we can be so low that we don't give ourselves any worth. But we've got to get to a place. We're still talking about finishing this year out strong. We've got to get to that place where our reflection of our opinion of ourselves is a reflection of what God said about us. What has he said? Understanding that you were created for such a time as this. He has been so on me about this recently. We go back to the story of Esther, and when when Mordecai sent the message to Queen Esther, you know, of what was going on, and her first thought was, well, mm, you know, I can't just go before the king uninvited, and the king hasn't invited me in 30 days, 
So, you know, I haven't really had his ear, haven't been intimate, haven't had any of those opportunities to speak to him in over 30 days. So her first thought was, well, if I just go unannounced, you know, I could be killed. But Mordecai came back and began to say, don't think that just because you're up there in the palace that you will not be touched by this, okay? Don't think that just because you're not out here and Haman doesn't know that you're a Jew, you will not be saved, for you and your household will be accountable, okay? But God, God, he, he told her, he said, God will pull, have somebody to redeem his people, but you and your family will be obliterated, basically. You'll be wiped out. Then that's when he got to that place of, but who knows? And, and different transitions put it different ways. But a lot of them said, who knows that you may be in the palace just for a time as this, for such a time as this. Others said you may be in, a, in, a, um, in royalty for such a time as this. Bottom line was you, you, you're on the platform you're on so that God can use you at this appointed time. He put you there. He put you in place. You know, out of all the women of Persia, you were chosen to be queen, and it wasn't about you. It wasn't because you were beautiful, which you were. It wasn't because they took a a whole year in beautifying you even the more, because they did, but it was for such a time as this. God placed her in a place of authority, gave her a platform specifically so that she could save her people, okay? It is like that today. We could be born in any time of the the millennial timeline of God. He chose this time. He chose to place you where you're at. He chose to create you to be who you are. He chose you to be a black male born when you were born so that you can be in position to where he needs you at that appointed time. He chose me likewise as a black female born in 1956 to be in position right now in 2016 for such a time as this. And we got to understand that. We have to understand the importance of our existence and recognize that, yes, there are things happening that he is blessing us with just because he loves us because we're his children. And so, yeah, that's about you. But your existence <clears throat> is not just about you. It's not just about you. What I love about you, D.L., is that the platform God has given you, no matter what audience you're speaking to, be it secular or Christian, you still have the same message. Your message does not change. Even in your message of laughter. And and what you just said just resonated, and I think that's why I really felt the presence of God. When you have that that realization that what you do is deliverance, deliverance to set the captive free. We're so caught up in, in, you know, we have no gift or we have nothing to do or God can't use us, but that's a lie because he can use you wherever you are. He used you as a pastor, and your anointing was great, and you saw souls delivered, 
but he is likewise using you as a comedian. The, the, your, your calling has not changed. Your assignment right. may have changed and how you present it, but your calling has not changed. So if, you know what, uh, I'm just like, it is an incredible thing, and we have to get to that place of understanding and our self-evaluation of ourselves, you know, God, who did you say I was? I'm going to finish this year out strong. I am not going to let anything stop me. I'm not going to let the words of man stop me, and I'm not going to let the words of myself stop me. Like I said at the beginning of the show, just an hour ago, I had to tell myself to shut up because I'm thinking things in the natural when God has me on a supernatural journey. I can't afford to look at stuff in the natural. Good morning, Miss Tanya. Hello, 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 everybody. Lord, we thank you even right now. That's a Jesus. I knew she was coming because we were talking about nakedness. I knew she was going to come sooner or later. You know I was going to show up and show out. You better stop it, I think. My favorite. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh my God. You know what, oh, you I'm, too, I'm you where too. you are right now. I'm where you are though, Elder, and I'm and I mean that because I just came on. But I can't afford to look at it no other way anymore. I can't allow anybody to steal mm. my joy. I can't even mm. allow anybody to take me to my grave early. I can't allow mm. myself to look back at where I came from. I can't. I have to look at it like this is where I am right now. This is where God has me. This is where he's using me. Um, even starting back to work and, you know what I'm saying, going part-time and different things like that, it doesn't – it's about the money, but it's not about the money this time like that. I have to know that God mm-hmm. is taking care of me. And even though they may mm-hmm. not give me full-time hours or full-time pay, even what, what I have and what he's putting together for me is the portion of my cup. That's my inheritance. And I know that before he comes back, I will be able to see his glory even higher to the heights. I see it already in my life. Mm-hmm. To have done the things that I have, have been where I have, been able to tread where I have, and I'm still here. I'm so internally grateful, and I want to be able just to spread his good news and to be able to live his light and his life while I can. So he can say, servant, a job well done. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. I, I'm serious. This is, I, I was saying this at the beginning of the show. I don't think either one of you were on yet. But it is an incredible time to be alive because when we look around us, there's chaos everywhere. And I'm like, people are going, how the heck can you say it's a good time when there's chaos everywhere? Because if you read the word of God, every time there, the, the world was in chaos, God stepped in the midst of it, brought order, and showed himself mighty. And to know that we are his children and his servants, to know that he is going to use us in the midst of righting the wrongs is an exciting thing to me, very exciting to me. You know, that it's perception is big, people. It really is how you perceive yourself, how you perceive what's going on around you, how you even perceive what comes at you. Now, you guys know me. You know, one of my favorite things is it is what it is, okay? 
And I found this. I found this post the other day, and you know I had to share it. And it says, it, it was what it was. It is what it is. It will be what it will be. You may not be able to control every situation, but you are able to control how it affects you. Nothing is worth sacrificing your peace of mind. I'm like, oh, you know, that's me all day long. (laughs) I'm like, seriously. We have to get into that place. And like I just said a few minutes ago, where we're not looking at things in the natural, we're looking at it in the supernatural. God, what's going on? What are you doing? What are you doing? I was even thinking about it, and Tanya, you hit on this about the blessings. No matter where, you know, he has you, full-time, part-time, no time, it does not stop where the resource is. And I was even thinking about that this morning, and I'm like, okay, my company should be starting in January, to God be the glory. But it's like anointed preservation is a stream of income. There are other streams of income that are in place to be a blessing to me. But the streams are just that. They're streams. They're not my source. They are connected to the source, which is God. So as long as my source is in place, he can use any stream he wants to to bless me. So I got to not get caught up, and that's kind of when I was telling myself to shut up. I can't get caught up in what I tangibly see in the natural. I've got to see it in the supernatural and recognize, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't care what I see or don't see in my head. God, you've got this, and you've never left me nor failed me nor forgot me. So as long as you're my source, whatever screen you want to use to be a blessing, that's your business. It's still going to flow to me because I'm your child. So it's like I'm, I'm telling you that I'm praying that our listeners are getting this, that, you know, yes, we can absolutely finish this year strong and start next year even stronger if our mindset is in the proper place of acknowledgement and that place of acknowledgement is all God. No matter what it is you're thinking about, no matter what it is you have plans for, it's got to be all God. It can't just be a good thing. I promise. I'm like, I have had so many things come at me to mess with my emotions (laughs) because, you know, and you guys know when you walk in that safe walk, your neck is stretched out and you're looking for those streams now. You're looking for those places where, you know, a blessing can come in from so you can take care of what you need to take care of. And all these things have come at me that, like I said, mess with my emotion because I'm thinking, okay, well, yeah, that'll work. That could be one. And, yeah, that'll work. That could be one. And and there's just been, like, these these brick walls just flying up saying, nope, 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 nope. And I'm going, okay, okay. But, again, you're my source, Lord. So if that's not the way, it may be good. It may look good. But if it's not God, then it, it's not for me. It's not for me. It might be for somebody else, but it's not for me because everything has to be of him. And that's the place we have to get to in our faith walk. You know, D.L. used to crack me up because he would just kind of shake his head over some of the things that I would be walking through because he'd be like, oh, you on a faith walk for real. Okay? Yes. Uh, serious. And it hasn't stopped. Okay? 
and hasn't stopped. But the deeper this walk goes, okay, the, the farther in I get in this thing, the more that I have to transition, like I said a minute ago, where I cannot be vibing with the natural. I got to see it in the supernatural or else I lose my mind. Got to get there. We got to get there. No place else we can go. Seriously. So, Tam, share how, what, what is your plan for the next two weeks of this year? We've got two weeks to go. Today is the 17th. This year will be gone in two weeks. What is your plan to finish strong this year? Just like I said, Elder, earlier, just staying positive. I'm, where you, I'm right there on this faith walk as well, not looking at it no matter what it is, no matter if my 15-year-old still acting crazy. You know what I'm saying? And no matter how it is, I have to realize that God is still in control. And he still has a plan and a purpose for my life. I'm reading lately. I'm um, I'm fighting to do everything I can to read and study on some things right now. And I just thank God, keeping before him, keeping my mind stayed on him. I don't want to let go. It's like I feel like I'm holding a rope and I'm sitting there going, I'm not letting go. You know what I'm saying? I can't let go. I won't let go. Because if I let go, then it's going to take me somewhere that I don't want to be, like you're saying. The enemy right now has a desire to sift us like wheat, to take our minds from us, to take what we've, what we've labored for all these years. Whether you believe or not, you have, you have been trusting and hoping in God for your vision if you're still living today, no matter how you look at it. So if you're still here, then he still has a purpose and plan for it to be finished out. Yeah. I'm where I'm this, Lord. I'm like where Job is right now at that end. You know, if, if you take it away, truly you're the same God that can bring it back even greater. Tell me what mm. do I have to do? What do I have to do, Father God, on my end? Not to get in what you do, but to tell me what I got to do so you can be pleased, so I can allow this to come forth. And that's really where I am mm. right now. I love it. I love it. DL? I love it. DL? Uh, what am I going to do to finish this this year out strong? Nothing. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Jesus. Talk about Jesus. No. Look, look. First of all, first of all, I first of all, I and, and and I think like we said in class week, we still got time that's left in, in 2016. So, you know, I tell people all the time, you have to stay consistent. You know, you, I understand that we have these New Year resolutions and things of that nature. So this is what we're going to do, you know. But here's the deal. Finish your 2016 strong. That way you go into your 2017 strong. So, therefore, you know, just staying disciplined to what it is that, you know, um, I'm doing. i give you a perfect example. You know, uh, you know with, with lifestyle change and, uh, you know, exercising and things of that nature, um, I went out with my friend last night, uh, Chris. He had a massive stroke about two months ago, and so he just got out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I, I like hospitals. And I was I was going there every day to just sit with him and things of that nature, and you know, so he lost the the whole right side, which he's right handed, 
in paralyzation from the stroke and you know his speech is uh you know messed up so he's uh he went to rehab and he's he's doing better he's he's uh, walking with a a walker but he still doesn't have all the how can i say the stuff he he needs for to move his his arm you know so mm-hmm. as i was in, and that's what i was saying as i was i was sitting there i was thinking about you know when i was going to the hospital how quick how quickly life can change because I talked with mm-hmm. him that Thursday, was with him that Thursday, that Sunday. I got a call early in the morning that he was in the hospital. And me with my crazy self, I'm like, no, he's not. I just talked with him. I was just with him Thursday, you know. But it's 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 amazing how quick things can change. And so you know, as sitting in there and 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 looking at him, I told him, I said, look, man, you know, he said this is very humbling. I said it's humbling for me too. He said because I got to learn everything over again. And, you know, I, once again, I told him, I said, look here, man, I'm here for you, you know. And so, you know, I said, I can feed you and stuff of that nature. The only thing I ain't going to do is I ain't going to wipe your booty. Now, you know, <laughs> I got to draw the line at some some places. I said, but everything else, you know, maybe a go. I ain't going to wash or nothing like that. You get the nurses. Um, but I was with him last night. I'm saying I'll just say this. He came home, and because of everything that I was doing for him, he wanted to take me out to dinner. And so um, we went to dinner at Longhorn, and I'm trying to tell you, I got this crusted Parmesan chicken. It's so good, I know it got to be about the calories. And so, you know, but it's something that he wanted to do for me. You know, I had the crusted Parmesan chicken, but I didn't get the mashed potatoes. I got the broccoli, which that, you know, vegetables don't have no um calories either, but that was so good. That had to be about 200 calories. I don't know what they put in it, in the broccoli. But um, what I'm saying is that stay strong, even though, you know, you're on a journey and you go and you you do things and you treat yourself. I was up at 530 this morning in the gym, you know, uh, doing cardio because I realized that, you know what, Regardless of what goes in your life, you have to stay true to your journey. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. really, be perfectly honest with you, we don't have a day off. Not when you're working no, for don't. the kingdom of God. We do not have a day off. You know, and so therefore, we have to meet personally. I'm saying mind, body, and spirit, even when I don't feel like going. I didn't feel like getting up 530 this morning, you know. But I realized that, you know, there's things that I have to do throughout the day that I wasn't going to make it this easy. And I knew I just ate a $5,000 calorie meal. And the bottom line mm-hmm. is that I'm not going to have any setbacks going into 2017. Even though as mm-hmm. much as I, I cardio I put in, I'm not going to take a bad habit into 2017. So my thing is, you know, remove right now as you're going into 2017, Remove all these bad habits. Go in there doing, go go into 2017 strong. Don't slack up now because if you slack up, you're going to be slack going uh-huh. into 2017. I think people don't realize that. Some people think, you know what, nope, I'm going to pick it up. It's going to be freshness. No. People used to say start out the way you're going to end out. But I'm saying end out the way you're going to start out. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's good. I like that. I like that a lot. You know, and you said something that's really, really vital. Um, 
Pam, uh, I, just so you know, I'm muting you because you're on speaker and there's feedback, okay? So I'll open you up um, when you get ready to speak. That's fine. Thank you. Okay. That's fine, baby. Okay. To to rid yourself of the bad habits, that's a goal. That's that's and and we know that everything is is a process. But first and foremost, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions because we don't keep them. and it's just you wind up being telling the New Year's lie rather than making a New Year's resolution because really, you know, by February, you forgot about the resolution, you're doing your own thing. However, that is a great goal for the end of the year to start transitioning yourself to be a better person. Don't wait until January 1st to cut out all that sugar that you're putting in your body. Don't wait till. January 1st to end those toxic relationships. Do it now. Make it up in your mind that, okay, you know what, Daddy, today is the first day of the rest of my life, seriously, and I want to live it to the fullest. I I keep hearing what you said, DL, two weeks ago, that you were striving to be the best DL you could be. And I think that needs to be all of our goals, seriously. So a goal to end out this year strong is to to do what this show is about, to do a self-evaluation, to look what's inside yourself and get you a piece of paper and be honest. You know, we're always making lists about other people, and this is what I like about that person, and this is what I don't like about that person. This is the good habits of that person. This is the bad habits of that person. They tell you to do that in marriage counseling and all these other different kind of things. But why don't you do a self-evaluation of yourself with your father? Not, not according to man's standards, not even according to what you think about yourself, but get in a quiet place with God and start a list and say, Daddy, these are the things that I see that I like about me. These are the things that I see that I don't like about me. These are the things that I would really like to change. Because some things you don't like about yourself, if you're honest, you really don't want to change. You don't like it, but you don't want to change it because you enjoy doing it, okay? So we're going to be honest with ourselves. That's why you're going to do this just you and the Father. So you're going to write down what you like about yourself, what you don't like about yourself, what you would like to change about yourself. And then what I want you to do is ask Daddy how he sees you. How does he see you? What does he like about you? What does he not like about you? Because it will be a little different. If you use the word of God as your mirror, it's going to be a little bit different than what you feel in your flesh. And what would daddy like to assist you in making a change in your life with and start there? You want to do a self-evaluation like he did in the Garden of Eden Eden, when he said, who told you you were naked? Because he didn't tell them that. So they told themselves that. We're going to stop dealing with our lives on the basis of what we said about us. And we want to turn over a new leaf, start afresh, and deal with our lives according to what has God said about us. Start off with, he said you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So if you have, if you think that there's junk in you, if it's junk that you put in, then you can take that junk out. 
But if you think that you were created in this way and you don't like that about you, well, he's already said you've been fearfully and wonderfully made and he don't make junk. So you may just be misusing the gifts and the traits that he placed within you. I remember um, the the young lady that played Baby in Dirty Dance, and I forget her name right now. Um, was it Jennifer Gray? I think that might be her name. I don't know. Anyway, whatever her name was. She, after Dirty Dancing, she went and had a nose job because she didn't like her nose. And her getting a nose job caused her to lose a lot of roles that they would have given her because it transformed her and took away her ethnic look. She was Jewish, and so she had a a Jewish nose, but she didn't like it. But it was something God gave her to be useful to her, and she didn't even recognize it. I'm just giving you an example. There are things that God has given us, there are traits that we have that we think are, are bad or a curse against us or whatever, and there are things that God created you with because he can use those to propel you to the places you need to be. I say this all the time. He created me to be a black woman, a strong, bold black woman. He put this in me. Okay, but he put it in me for his use. So I had to learn that in my boldness, I couldn't just attack people. I just couldn't say anything because, as I've said before, out in the world, my weapon of choice was my tongue. So he gave me boldness for such a time as this so that I would boldly proclaim his word but not to do it to hurt people. When I was abusing the trait he gave me, I was doing it strictly to be vindictive and to hurt you. I knew what I was doing, and I was doing it on purpose. So I was abusing this. You see what I'm saying? There are things that God has given you, his place within you, be it in your physical body or, or in your emotions or what have you that we're not, we're not seeing correctly because we're not using it correctly. We're not allowing him to use it. So we want to get to a place where we allow him to speak into our lives and tell us, God, what do you see me as? What, what do you want me to change? What, I, wanna, I want to see myself through my father's eyes. And you will be surprised, you will be very, very surprised that when you allow God to start speaking to you and telling you about yourself and why he created you the way he did and why he gave you certain attributes, you will be so surprised to know that they really are blessings and not curses. Like I was saying, I'm getting ready to start a business. There are so many opportunities out there for minority women-owned businesses. It's unbelievable. I'm going to take advantage of every one of them. I had somebody crack it up the other day. I was talking. It was three of us, and, and we all were associated with Don King Productions at one time or another, and we're all the same age. Okay, we're all 60, and we were on the phone talking. And I said, y'all don't still know. I walk into a store asking them about a senior discount because I'm going to get mine. God, you have blessed me to see 60. I'm going to use it to the hill. I'm not ashamed of who or what age I am. But we've got to do that same thing with other situations and other attributes that we have. We have to be able to use what God has given us as a blessing. God, you have blessed me with 60 years. It's not a curse. 
Why am I trying to be younger than what you've allowed me to see? So we got to get to that place of self-evaluation and allowing God to speak to us and to tell us who we are in him and why he created us that way. I think we lost Pam. She might have been at work. I'm not sure, but she's dropped off the line. But, Dia, just give me your thoughts on that. Uh, What in particular? Just Anything. Whatever comes to mind. we got 12 minutes to fill. (laughs) (laughs) How about live transparency, okay? Well, well, I'm not a senior, so I can't get no senior discount. I still had to play the (laughs) Paid a price, so uh, but I think my little forty-three years of being uh-huh. up here. But you know, uh, we, you know, it goes back to what you were saying. How you started off when you said, "Who told you uh, that you were you were naked?" And so it ultimately takes me to uh, the place that gets me in trouble a lot of times. And no, like you said, you said I can say this about you, DL, because you know what? Uh, uh, I know it's okay. See, I've always been a firm believer of going back to what God, I'm not saying go out here and be in the streets naked, but I think we have to expose a lot of things about our lives um, mm-hmm. in order for other people. And what I mean by that, uh, so other people can find their deliverance. A lot of things we've covered up for years, whether it's, you know, molestation, alcoholism, you know, mm-hmm. uh, being addicted you know, within our families. You know, we try to hide those things. Mm-hmm. But I think it's things mm-hmm. like that that you have to be naked with in order for people to see that, you know what, you're not the only one going through this. Uh, a lot of times mm-hmm. people stay in what because they believe that they're the only ones that's going through this because we don't hear um, a lot about it. Um, stuff like, you mm-hmm. know, molestation been going on for years. Um, but now mm-hmm. we have this thing, to media and things of that nature, so it's being more exposed. And so mm-hmm. now there's groups and support systems and things of that nature when you really didn't have that. And I'm talking in general, you know, for black family, because uh, the, the, the bottom line is that the, our culture was the ones uh, that were embarrassed by, by these things. Mm-hmm. But it was a crime, mm-hmm. you know, within, within the family. And so yeah. uh, for me, I'm just like, let us expose who we are to bring deliverance. Let us be, for lack of the, for today's topic, let us be naked. Mm-hmm. Let people and see. And unashamed. Right, right. Let people see exactly where you are because the bottom line, and I know there, there's going to be some good, bad, ugly, and different, all of these things, because some people uh, look at your nakedness and they'll try to take advantage of you. Mm. But some people look at your mm. nakedness for exactly what it is. I am mm-hmm. here to help, you know, not to try to use it against you. Oh, uh, girl, uh, he was a hoe or she was a hoe in the street. But where, what are mm. you now? I am not my mm. past. I am my present. Okay. Even, oh, and even in your that. present, you know, and even in your present, I tell people this all the time, your present may be ridiculous, but with God, your future looks fantastic. Hmm. Sometimes, even in the midst of the situation that you're in right now, you better tap into God, because I guarantee you, if you do, your future is fantastic. He tells us that. 
we win. I don't know why people always feel like, you know what, in the midst of what we're in, we feel like we're losing. But are you with God? Did you fall off the ship? Did you fall off the bike? Skateboard. One of your roller skates went out. Well, I say fix all that stuff and get back on board. Because the bottom line is that with God, your future is fantastic. Because you win. And like I said earlier, everybody's success is different. Everybody's measure of success is just different. But I'm a firm believer is because we are not naked, the enemy has a field day with us. Because, see, the enemy works in uh, secrets. He works in mm-hmm. darkness. Mm-hmm. Nakedness is everything in the light. When you talk about nakedness, mm-hmm. it's for exposure. You can't hide it. Yes. You simply can't hide it. See, because even with Adam and Eve, when sin came in, when sin actually came in, they put the fig leaves around them to cover their nakedness. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. who told you you was? <laughs> See, and that's what happens with the enemy when 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 the enemy comes in, we're ready to cover up. But that's mm-hmm. the that's when you should stand exposed. Because that's mm-hmm. when you're gonna be the most that you can be for God. Because he coming. Nice. And oh, he yeah. coming with fire. Oh, make no mistake of that. <laughs> make no right. mistake and of he, that. And he, and he coming with fire. And and, and 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 here's the truth of the matter. Don't nobody want to be naked around no fire. At least mm. I don't. <laughs> but that's exactly where God will have you. Mm. When all hell is breaking loose, he have you naked so people can see you. Just like he did with Meshach, Shadrach, and a big Negro. Uh, uh, no, I mean Abednego. <laughs> it was fire all around him. <laughs> And, and, and the bottom line is They came out and didn't smell like smoke Nothing But that's what God is saying Regardless if you stay in me The fire ain't going to even touch you All hell can be breaking right. out You right there naked right. in the midst of peace And people mm-hmm. looking at you marvelous like, How did it happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what God's trying to do in you your know, life I- I, I feel you wholeheartedly. I have said over and over, if anybody ever decided that they wanted to blackmail me with anything in my past, well, I'm just going to call the press conference and tell everybody. Because, you know, I'm not going to let you hold nothing <laughs> over my head. And that's what the enemy will try to do. I'm dead serious. You know, I'm like, oh, so if I don't pay you, you going to tell? Oh, okay. Let me help you. <laughs> okay? Because right. I'm going to tell them before you can. I'm going to tell them right. before you can. And we have to get into that place where we do not allow the enemy to hold things over our head. And that's also part of our self-evaluation. You said that very well. And it's part of our self-evaluation to what has the enemy bound you up with that you feel that, oh, my God, I'm so ashamed, so I can't move forward in the things that God has called me to. That's part of your self-evaluation. Do not allow the enemy to threaten you with anything with anything from your past or your present, you know, whatever it is. I, I never forget I, I had a situation on my job, 
and um, something came up, and I had done it. I was I was guilty as charged, and you know how your mind starts thinking like, oh my God, how do I get out of this? Well, if I say this, they'll believe me because I never did anything like this before, and da 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 da. And all I heard was this quiet, still voice saying, "Oh, what a wicked web we weave." I heard that. Mm-hmm. I picked up the phone and called my boss myself and said, well, let me tell you what I did, okay? Because I was not going to allow the enemy to weave this wicked web using me when it's going to propel it to be so much worse than what it would be if you just come clean. Mm-hmm. You know, you, we, we've got to do that. we got to do that with ourselves. Right. We've got to do that with ourselves. Pam, we got three minutes and 57 seconds left. What are your, your closing thoughts on what we've discussed today? I would say the, the key to getting ahead is getting started. You can always get started today. It doesn't matter how much time you feel like you've missed or what you could have, should have, would have done. Start today just with even a positive thinking, a positive mind, and knowing yourself, like just like you're saying, Elder, knowing yourself. The best way is just admitting to yourself. Don't beat yourself up with who you are, but admitting to yourself mm-hmm. and knowing that you want to make a change. Mm-hmm. Awesome. For real, for real. That's real. That's real talk. We have got to get to that place of, um, again, seeing ourselves through our daddy's eyes. You know, seeing ourselves through our daddy's eyes. He he said that he would not allow us to be put to shame. He wouldn't do it. And a lot of things that have us bound is the enemy using blackmail to keep us from going forth into the greatness that God created us to be. And when it all comes out in the wash, it was nowhere near as bad as you thought it was. And even if it is something astronomical, don't you, do you not know that God will walk you through it? The worst thing to do is self-denial. That's the worst thing, and to try to cover it up. Like I said, when you hear that little, oh, what a wicked web we weave, then it's time to come clean. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Satan, you will not do this to me. And, and self, I will not allow you to do this to me. Because your, yourself is arguing with the spirit of God that is within you to try to keep you from exposing self, from exposing the flesh. You know, isn't it funny how we can argue with ourselves to keep ourselves, we think, hidden? We do that. That's why it's about, you know, if, if we're going to finish strong, we have to do this self-evaluation, but not through our eyes, through the eyes of God. So that we, as VLC, can be the best person that God created us to be. And like you said, Tam, it's just, you know, pressing, pressing getting into that place with God, you know, that you know no matter what, you're not going to let anything stop us. You're not going to let anything stop you. So I, I thank and praise God for this show. I, I know it was a blessing. I don't even have to say I hope it was. I know it was. And I know that um, there are many out there that need to hear it. So please share the show with those that you love. Well, guys, um, our next show is next week. What would be next Saturday? Um, I don't think I'm going to do it because it's Christmas Eve, and I know everybody will be scattered. (laughs) So we'll be back, though. We won't be here next Saturday, but we will be here for the last day of 2016. We will be here for New Year's Eve. 
So we're praying that you guys all have a really, really blessed Christmas, that you don't go out and spend all your money, but that you recognize and understand that we should celebrate the birth of Christ every single day that we are alive. Do not let anything come in between your celebrating your Savior. Okay, it is not about going out and putting all this money in the retailer's hands. It is about celebrating the Savior and loving on each other. So you have a very, very Merry Christmas, a blessed time. Don't lose your mind this week. And we love you. We love you. I love you, Miss Tanya and Mr. GL, and Merry, Merry Christmas to you. I love you guys. Merry Christmas. Y'all have a happy (laughs) And great Kwanzaa. And for those of you celebrating Hanukkah, we're in Hanukkah. So amen, amen. God bless, God bless. Love you much. Let's keep it real.